the definition of the word jam. To pack something tightly. A machine seizing or becoming stuck. A sweet preserve made from fruit. Good morning and welcome to the Morning Jam. Starting your morning out with a little seeker. There are worse ways to start your morning. Keep our numbers handy. You're going to need them today. 866-916-3776 is our studio line number. Our text number is 434-248-0704. Here's your thought of the day. It is Wednesday. You will never have a completely bad day. If you show kindness at least once. There you go. There's Mama Jan's words of the day. Here's your Mind Jam trivia. Today, speaking of kindness, is International Thank You Day. And our question for you is, how many times a day do we say thank you on average? How many times a day do we say thank you? Do you have a guess for this one? You're kind of off your streak now. I didn't ask you how many times you say it and you mean it. How many times do you actually yeah. say it? That's it. Because I think we say it out of habit sometimes. I say around five. Okay. Good guess. What do you think it is? 434-248-0704. Uh, give us a guess. We'll have the answer coming up very shortly. I played Jeopardy. I watched Jeopardy last night, so it warmed me up. Okay. They had a whole sports category. Sports trophies. Oh, how did you do? I got four out of the five. Okay. Well done, you. Uh, on this day in history, in 1908, the Grand Canyon is declared a national monument. And then in 1975, this song goes number one. Oh, the 70s. They were such a fun time. I know, right? I know. Who doesn't love that song? And then in 1986, it was a big day for the Commonwealth as uh, Doug Wilder is the first African-American lieutenant governor. So that was a big day uh, for Virginia. Got some singers having birthdays today. We have quite a few birthdays. Singer Mary J. Blige turns 52 years old today. She has won nine Grammy Awards. I don't think I realized she had won nine. Happy birthday, Mary J. Also having a birthday today is actress Phyllis Logan. She plays Mrs. Hughes on Downton Abbey. She's 67 years old. When she's not made up to look like Mrs. Hughes, she is completely unrecognizable. She looks like maybe she's in her 50s, but not on Downton Abbey. I haven't seen an episode. 
About half past four. But Mr. Stark can easily drive us. Because I'm so high and mighty. You're part of the family now. There's nothing false in that. I know. I hope you do. She's so good. And you've never seen even one episode of Downton Abbey. Nope. You never had a girlfriend that watched Downton Abbey. Nope. Uh, you need to upgrade. Downton Abbey's awesome. Well, I'm single, so. Well, I know, but you had a you had a girlfriend for a long time. You were like <laughs> dangerously close to the old, you know. I had more than a girlfriend. I had a fiance. You did. Yes, you did. Uh, also having a birthday today is guitarist Vicki Peterson of the Bangles. She is turning 65 years old. a lot more hits than i remember i always think of like you know walk like an egyptian eternal flame but they had a lot more than that also having a birthday is actress kim coles from living single such a funny show she is turning 61 years old today oh eggplant back off is mine <laughs> i don't want to eat it i want to say it Oh, well, uh, that makes sense. <laughs> it's an acting technique. If you remove all language except for one word, it forces you to use that one word to express all emotion. Eggplant. Eggplant. Eggplant! Wow. She was pretty good at it, though. Uh, former child actress Dawn Lynn. She was from My Three Sons. Do you remember her on My Three Sons? She's turning 60 years old today. I thought she was really annoying. She played the little sister, Dodie. My big brothers wouldn't like that. My really big brother's Robbie. And if he heard about this, he would do terrible junk to you. It's okay, Dodie. It really wasn't. Uh, and then we have finally Mary, uh, or we have guitarist Tom Dumont of No Doubt having a birthday today. He is turning 54 years old today. That's uh, back when she just wore track pants. I was going to say, this is you tops. when I start to say a pun. <laughs> Don't speak. Don't speak. Shh. You say it best when you say nothing at all. There are many songs that could go with that one, I think. All right. Our Mind Jam trivia. Here it is. Today is International Thank You Day. How many times a day on average does a person say thank you? Um, we have Randy and Bedford saying uh, not nearly enough. That's probably accurate. Gizmo says 45. Nick in Madison Heights says um, 10 times a day. All right. Well, we're going to tell you what the answer is coming up very shortly. Also, a little bit later on this morning, we're going to be talking with uh, Mayor Stephanie Reed. She survived the uh, the first 
council meeting last night in Lynchburg. We'll see how that goes, and we'll see if things have calmed down any. We'll have all that coming up this morning on The Morning Jam. side of common sense you want answers then you found the right choice we are the morning jam the morning jam with janet on the virginia talk radio network so today is international thank you day and our Mind Jam trivia had a little something to do with that. We ask you to tell us how many times a day, on average, does a person say thank you? And we had guesses that were kind of all over the place. Maybe some people interact with others more than some people do. You still sticking to five? That's my guess. All right. We had 45 guests. We had 10 guests. We had pretty much everything in between. 45, like every... 10 seconds you're saying thank you i mean i guess if you're maybe working a register or something yeah, if you're a chick-fil-a attendant or i guess thanks, yeah it's my now that would be it's my pleasure to serve you so i went to chick-fil-a last night and they didn't say my pleasure I just <gasps> said, thank you they didn't i don't know if they heard me because they were walking away but they didn't say it oh don't you get like free waffle fly, fries for life or something i don't know but With that it was i was uh, i was it was worth it. It was day. worth it once I eat the food. Though. Okay, <laughs> I was like, it's you didn't okay. care. It's my pleasure to eat your food, so it's okay. Uh, the answer is five. Look at you. I'm back. Are you sure you didn't listen earlier when I was talking about it? It's one of the most commonly used phrases, but more than half the time, when we say thank you, we utter it out of habit. We don't really mean it. So on average, we say it five times per day, but as many as three times a day, we don't really mean it with sincerity it's kind of like people is like hey how are you doing they really don't want to know thank not, you not, <laughs> there you go there's one 
right there. Uh, well, it is International Thank You Day, so try to say it and, and try to mean it. Now, if you're flying, you're probably not going to say it. Evidently, flights have been grounded nationwide due to a computer outage at the FAA. Or as I was saying this morning, the FFA or the FCA. I was or like the, the farmers? Why are the, far, why are the farmers' things down? My you know, mouth. The future farmers of America have shut down the airport? What is happening? My brain was <laughs> saying the right thing. My mouth was, was not. not. I got you. Uh, apparently, it's a computer failure. And this isn't just Southwest Airlines. This is everybody. It could ground flights across the country. Holy cow. An Austin Airport spokesperson confirmed that flights will be delayed around the United States due to a ground stop. They sent out a alert saying an FAA system outage is causing ground stops at um, the Austin uh, Bergstrom International Airport and other airports across the country. Arriving and departing passengers can expect delays this morning and throughout the day. Please stay in contact with your airline and check your flight status before heading out. I think hmm. my mom has to fly back today. Oh, <laughs> I, no! I just, I just sent her a text. We'll see. Uh, okay. She's in San Antonio. So. so there's several things going on here. All right. For, first of all, I was very nervous about the whole getting back to flying thing because so many of the planes were grounded. Mm-hmm. The planes were grounded. They weren't being really used. maintained. They weren't being used. I mean, it's kind of like a car. If you don't drive a car, things can go wrong. People aren't flying regularly, so they're, you know, they're just going ahead and retiring. Then are you getting newbies in there? So there's a lot of things with flying that makes me nervous. My dad, my dad is now at the point where he will not fly. Like he just will so not. He's just he's done. Completely Aretha Franklin. I'm taking a bus everywhere. He, I can't get back there by take bus. His I'm not sprinter, going. He'll take his Sprinter van okay. wherever he needs to go. Slow boat to China. Not taking the plane. I got it. Um, well, the FAA says they're working to restore the notice to air mission system and performing final validation checks and reloading the system. Operations across the national airspace system are affected. We provide frequent updates as we make progress. Mm-mm. Uh, Just before 7 a.m., there were nearly 1,200 delayed flights within, into, or out of the U.S. This is going to have a domino effect for a long time, I would think. I will say, I did like flying during the pandemic because I I was living in Kansas, so I had to fly. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't going to do that drive multiple times. Right. Um, The good parts about it, I mean, I, I didn't care about wearing the mask. Like, I just did it. Um, Look, but, when I'm on a flight, I feel like I should be wearing a mask anyway. But All I had, recycled I was air. able to get my own row. You know, I didn't have to be near anyone. I had my own row. I had, you know, and, and that was nice. I have like having your own row in the airplane is nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I guess so. I, I could see how that would be nice. I just don't fly. I didn't fly well under the best circumstances. So I'm not very excited. We're supposed to go on a trip in February and and my husband is insisting on flying, I'm not that excited about it. Well, I would rather drive. It did but teach me the skill I'm not the of. One that does the driving. So, like, so, like, basically, when I, I fly, like, I'll just put my headphones in and I will just, like, I'm just like, my, my mindset is maybe I'll get, like, the only interaction I'll have with people is, like, 
the person at the gate because it's all I've already checked in. It's on my phone. Person at the gate to scan my ticket or if I'm getting food. And I'm like, I'll keep my headphones in. I'll listen to music, listen to a podcast or watch, and I'll just like keep my head down. And and that seemed to work. And my philosophy is I will meet my uh, quota of Chardonnay in one day and perhaps an ambient. One day, about an hour. <laughs> no, my one day quota in that <laughs> In, in that, that, that little period of time. It. I just don't fly well. Uh, and then and somebody said, and all of a sudden, the Southwest debacle doesn't seem so bad. Well, it still we'll see. Does. We'll see how it ends up, I guess. Southwest still getting beat up big time about that one. So, we shall see. Well, we have uh, a lot of things to unpack today. Coming up after our break, we're going to be talking with uh, new mayor to Lynchburg, Stephanie Reed. She has uh, graciously agreed to come in and talk to us about uh, the the very first meeting that they had. Uh, I think it was an, an interesting one. Uh, we have talked to all the new council members here on the show, and we've also spoken with uh, Chris Feraldi, who is certainly a friend of the show here. Uh, we spoke with uh, Marty Mistens on Monday, uh, who is rocking the boat, no doubt about that. So we're going to get uh, Mayor Reed's take on this. Uh, I know that uh, Stephanie's desire is to bring the party together and to do what's best for Lynchburg. Uh, we'll see how that's gone and and uh, and, and where we're going to we're going to get with that. So uh, anyway, we'll get Stephanie to to tell us about that coming up in in just a little while. Also, at eight o'clock, we're going to be talking with uh, one of several parents at Temple Christian School, and they are very upset because an announcement was made earlier this week that they have let the the longtime principal of that school go, and uh, Stephanie Sweat has been let go, and not a lot of explanation uh, coming along with that other than they're seeking to go in a new direction is what they're saying. Um the parents say that's not good enough. Now, my understanding is there's going to be a meeting tonight where things are, are going to be uh, explained. But what I'm being told is they've had staff that has quit. Uh, people have pulled their kids out of the school. But there's some students, previous students, who are applauding this decision and say it's the, the right decision for the school. So we'll be talking about that a little bit later in the show as well. If you want to weigh in on any of this, our toll-free number is 866-916-3776 and our text number is 434-248-0704. You are uh, welcome to uh, weigh in either way uh, with that. Also, we are going to be taking a look at your local headlines with WDBJ7. That's going to be coming up along with our forecast. Kimberly McBroom is going to be talking about the start of the General Assembly today and how Roanoke Man is behind bars after a car chase. And Danville is investigating a person who was sit, hit by a city school bus. So they'll talk about that story uh, on the way here in, in just a little bit. Um, also, uh, we have quite a few stories on the national level including AOC she's back in the headlines again you know why this is one more reason you know that there's a song called I really hate her I'll think of a reason later I don't need to think of a reason later 
because she's always giving me more and more ammo. Now she's being uh, slammed because she says gas stoves are linked to brain damage. You can't have your gas stove. You know, I just went through this yesterday. Um, and that's what she's saying. She says they need to be banned. And apparently they got in on a, a heated exchange uh, <laughs> between Ocasio-Cortez and she mocked Representative Ronnie Jackson of Texas for tweeting he would never give up his gas stove. And the exchange went viral. Her post racked up 73,000 likes on Twitter. Did you know that ongoing exposure from gas stove is linked to reduced cognitive performance? She wrote in response to a tweet from Jackson. Jackson vowed he would die rather than give up his stove. I'll never give up my gas stove. If the maniacs in the White House come for my stove, they can pry it from my cold, dead hands. Come and take it. Wait a minute. Did he get that confused with his gun post? Because that sounds like something. Feels like copy and paste. I didn't go there yesterday. I didn't say that. Uh, Gizmo wants to know if she's okay with, with your wood stove. Probably not. I feel like that would be the most eco-friendly. Is the wood stove? Yeah, right. Tree killer. You don't love the trees. You want to you get rid of our trees. You want to ruin our environment by killing all of our trees. You yeah, are a terrible person. You can use the ash again. I'm just saying. Okay. That's what they're going to tell you. Lots to talk about this morning. Thanks for joining us on The Morning Jam. I'm Janet Rose. Happy Wednesday. It's time for your Morning Jam weather, brought to you by WDBJ7. I'm meteorologist Brent Watts. Partly sunny today with a high of 51. Lows in the upper 30s today with mostly cloudy skies. Or keep those clouds around on Thursday. Drive through the first half of the day or bring some showers in by the evening with a high of 54. Showers continue into Thursday night with lows at 43. And sunshine headed back in on Friday, but colder. Highs only near 52 degrees. And currently, we have uh, temperatures in the low 30s this morning for most of the listening area, uh, except for Danville. Danville's at 29. Uh, We have 30 in Lynchburg, 29 in Roanoke and Salem, 30 in Amherst, 30 in Appomattox. So I had to have some intro music for you this morning, uh, Stephanie, because... uh, you know, Hughes Corporation says it all. Rock the boat. Don't rock the boat, baby. You'll tip the <laughs> boat over. There's a lot of boat rocking going on right now, isn't there? Uh, maybe a little. <laughs> maybe a little. Uh, we welcome Mayor Stephanie Reed into the morning jam this morning. Uh, you had your first meeting last night. We did. And still managed to get things accomplished. We well did. done. Yes. So tell us a little bit about how uh, the meeting last night went. Uh, the tone, just give us an idea of how everything went down. So, uh, you know, I want to say we got through it, which was good. So that's the goal, you know, get through the meeting. And, you know, as most people know, there are two sections to um, our meetings. We have a work session and then we have our council meeting. So um sure many people were following kind of what the goal was is the 2A Sanctuary City um, Amendment. Uh-huh. And 
the kind of the rumor out there was that we were not going to vote on that. We some people thought that we had changed our minds or I was not going to address it. And I just want to clear that up first. Okay. So people understand kind of the procedure of how things get on the agenda for city council meetings. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of agenda items are are set way in advance. Right. Okay. So and once the agenda long is, before you all were correct, sworn in, correct, which is what I said earlier right. in the week. Okay. Correct. So um, when when there's a request for the agenda, there's all kinds of stuff that goes on with the city staff that you know I, you know I wouldn't have known prior to taking to being sworn in and kind of getting in the seat and knowing sure. um, requests that may have been made about getting things on the agenda, and one of those things would have been the two A sanctuary uh, city resolution. And so on Thursday after I took um, became mayor. The agenda was published to the public, and once it's published, that's it. The only way to amend the agenda after it's published is to amend it the day of the meeting, which was yesterday. So the rumor that was spread out to the public was that because it wasn't on the agenda or that I somehow had not gotten it on the agenda that's not true that you it, could have changed what was said here on the air mm -hmm. was that you could have changed the agenda if you wanted to and that's not true the only way i was able to change the agenda after it was published on thursday was by what i did yesterday which was amending it at the top of the meeting and now, people who follow council understand, understand that. that so right. i did exactly what i was able to do because after the agenda was published. Okay. So that's the first thing. So we did what we said our we I set out to do and I you know made a pet press release on Sunday night that said I was going to amend the agenda. The goal had been to get it on the council session for the 7:30 meeting and we were going to take it to a vote at that time. It ended up being pushed through and voted on at the work session. Um so for clarification, I never intended to not support that. I, I strongly support our constitution. My husband served in the Air Force for 25 years, so I would never have not supported that. It was just simply understanding the process of how the agenda works. And I had the only way I could do that was amending as I did. Uh, the second thing that came up last night um, was the lowering the taxes. So yes, we did run on lowering taxes. You guys heard me talk about it here sure. in the studio. People heard me talk about it at the doors. But that doesn't happen overnight. Right. And so what people need to understand, and I want people to hear this from me, how I need to lead and how we need to look as a new majority on council. We need to set a tone on doing things the right way procedurally. We have people that criticize how things are done in Washington all the time about things being shoved through in the and, dark of night and not and, yeah. read and passed before they're read and all that on all that. You know, we've all talked about it. The worst thing for us to do is to have this new majority and do something that appears to be the same way. Mm -hmm. I was not made aware that a motion was going to be made last night during roll call, which is very out of out of character to bring up the taxes. Anyone on council could have done the same thing I did yesterday with the Second Amendment and amended the agenda at the front of the meeting to bring up the tax, lowering the tax rate. That would have been the proper way to do that. And it would have given all of us a heads up that it was going to be on the agenda to discuss later. That was not done. Instead, it was done kind of out of order during roll call, which is not traditional. Okay. So it came out of nowhere. None of us knew. I did not think it was appropriate to vote on lowering the tax out of order when none of us had time to discuss it. And then we heard from our city attorney who said, I we haven't discussed the legal implications on how this return would look. I didn't want taxpayers to think they're going to get a tax refund in the mail. 
I need to have a full understanding. I owe the citizens of our city to have a full understanding of this process. I should be able to talk to my city, uh, city attorney, our city manager, and our city staff and be able to answer questions from all my constituents when they come to me and say on, e- on either side, you know, because there's people that say, well, if you cut our taxes, then we're going to have to cut a service. I mean, right? Right. Absolutely. And then there's people that say, we want, we have the surplus. We want our tax money back. Right. Right. Don't you guys want me to be fully informed for you? Well, Don't you want your mayor to know both sides? It's like when my children would fight when when they were small, mm-hmm. when they would when they would squeamish over something, and they wanted a decision right then. And I would say to them, "Let me tell you something. I know that the truth is somewhere in the middle. Some of what you're saying is accurate, right? And some of what you're saying is accurate, right? And my job is to discern what is accurate and to make you know the right the right decision, correct." And um, and they hated that answer. Right. So there's a lot of, of people who aren't going to necessarily like that answer, but most intelligent people are going to understand Correct. that so, answer. Right. So all we did last night was ask for a little bit more time so that we could get and we could get uh, our city manager and staff before us and give a full presentation on what the implications would be so that when we do support lowering the taxes, we have the whole story. It's going to happen. We're not going to we're not going to change our minds and our position. I just think we owe it to the public and ourselves to have the full picture. And that's all we're asking for. Well, I mean, there has to be a little bit of a learning curve here, guys. I mean, come on. Mm-hmm. You can start a domino that can have a, a an impact that you don't want it to have completely innocently. Correct. But so I get that yes. we're getting a lot of text this morning saying we love you thank you which is nice thank you and you know uh, and i see. and i want to lead by example i think it's important to start our new session off with our new our new uh, majority setting the tone for we're going to do the procedure the right way Get, well, i want to give our um our residents what they want and mm-hmm. i want to i want to deliver on the promises we made but i just want to do it the right way that's all i'm asking people just give us a chance to do it the right way and that way we're above reproach every time so let's talk about that for a minute. Um, I had Councilman Mischens on Monday, and we talked about some of the comments that were made on social media. And one of the things that he is accusing you and Vice Mayor Feraldi of is uh, making deals, which not to be a smart aleck or but it just kind of made me laugh i mean this is an absolute power with clint eastwood here <laughs> this is lynchburg this is mary jane dolan for goodness sakes so I, i'm not trying to be rude or snide but what kind of backdoor deals are you talking about? I mean, are they slipping his Chick-fil-A cards that I'm not aware of? That would work for me. I know that would work for you. You are corrupt, and that's why you cannot be a councilman. Uh, but but seriously, uh, backdoor deal, what is what is going on? Right. I, you know, listen, uh, there's a reason I haven't addressed any of these comments, statements, and accusations online, because it's just there's no point to do it. You know, uh, no deal was made. Um, clearly, what what did they get from it? Where we didn't make, we didn't vote for one of them. We didn't give them any position. Not what what advantage was given to anybody? They simply had to make a decision. They were they were aware that it was 
was going to be Councilman Helgeson or myself mm-hmm. nominated for mayor. Th- those were their choices. And then they saw that it was hel- it was going to be uh, Mr. Feraldi or Mr. Taylor for vice mayor. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, that, that's how, what it would have been. And they were going to have to decide between that. That's all they were aware of. And they, that morning, decided between themselves what they were going to do. That's that. That's the deal. So what, you know? when he talks about these kitchen meetings that you had and the agreements that you had that you went back on, and I mean, he mentioned that a couple of times on Monday. And and I, I was very upfront with Marty yes. about this whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I want the job to be done. Right. This type of of sniping and carrying on is not what we want no. for the city of Lynchburg. No. It's embarrassing. Yep. Um and it's not what the citizens want. I can assure you, I have got a a thick book of text mm-hmm. and inboxes I can show you. They don't like it. I agree. And I want to apologize to all of your listeners. This is not the way we wanted to start this. Um I I'm embarrassed. I I feel this is we 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 owe you better than this, and uh, and I hope we can get it we can get it corrected. Uh, the the one meeting that we had was at um, um, Councilman Helgeson's house, where the five of us met prior to being sworn in, and just discussed the uh, pretty much just the campaign promises that we made, and kind of the importance of how we were going to try to put, you know get those on the agenda. And again, you have to remember this was prior to being sworn in. And now that I'm mayor and I'm and I'm learning the kind of process, you know, like you said, the learning curve, I'm understanding how this whole process works. So while I still want to follow through and honor what we agreed um, to at his house and how we want to get everything on the agendas and, and we want to honor what we said, we still have to follow the process. So the acu- accusations were going, I'm going back on things are just not true. We just have to do it in time. You know, there just has to be, has to be done the right way. So um, no one's going back on anything. <laughs> Johnny says, uh, don't be sorry, you rock. Uh, Elaine says, it feels like a football player who lost at prom king and now his ego can't take it. We'll it does that. feel a little bit. It does feel a little bit like that. And um, here's here's what I'd say. Um, I think for those of you who wanted uh, Councilman Helgeson to be mayor and are loyal to him, I respect that. Of okay? course, I respect that. He served the city he, a long time, has. and I've and I respect all of the wisdom and knowledge that he has, and and his service to our community. I will never ever take that from him. This was not. This is not about that, okay? This was just about another way to do it, okay? I, I, and now. But let's be honest. People mm-hmm. know that because of, I mean, he was the lone voice for a long time. Mm-hmm. He was the lone conservative voice in Lynchburg. Mm-hmm. He had tough fights that he had to fight in his defense. Right. And it wasn't always pretty. Right. I mean, it got ugly mm-hmm. sometimes. And so I'm not sure that that was because of the adversarial tones that had to be approached over the past couple of decades that he served. I'm not sure that was the message 
that people were wanting to send. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean he wouldn't be mayor in the future, mm-hmm. but maybe now was not the time right. for that. And I think that has to be okay. It, for you know, and that's sake. the thing. And like I said, so I'm, I'm a, I, I understand the people that that uh, felt that that was the, the the what he was owed. But I think the message we need to send now, though, what I would ask for, is we need to get behind each other. I would love for people to give me an opportunity to serve and serve well and lead well and come together. Mm-hmm. Let's put all the personal attacks, accusations, right. lies aside. It's making us all look bad. It is making the city look bad. It's embarrassing. And just come together. We do still have all these common goals. Right. We do. Do you think do you think that that they're going to be able to do that? Do you I hope so. Okay. I hope so, but we can't we can't we can't have another meeting last night like last night last night uh there was no recognition for the uh appropriate process of the meeting mm-hmm. i was i was talked over i was not recognized properly by some of my fellow what did i members. tell you she was going to have to do a talking stick didn't i tell you i said that on the air she needs a talking stick and a naughty step that and and so she much did. could get done i, I have the gavel and <laughs> okay. i and, and i have the gavel and i could have used it and i was allowing for the first meeting to see how it would go mm-hmm. um but the next time will have to be different, right? Because we cannot have that happen. We are we owe it to our citizens to not make a mockery of our council. If you, I was gonna say, if you need to go watch uh, Parliament, the guy who controls it, he goes order. That's what, that's what she needs <laughs> to do. Okay, I'll, I'll practice that for next time. Yeah, so, they wouldn't give me a so, gavel. That would go horribly wrong. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Stephanie, thank you for joining us this morning, and you, you do have a lot of good wishes coming. You're all really good wishes for all thank of you. council. We thank just you. want all of you thank to you. do well. Yes. So uh, thanks for stopping by this morning, so and uh, and we're here for all of you if you need us. Thank you so much, Janet. All right, thank you. We're gonna have five and nine coming up after break here on the morning jam. If you want to weigh in, 866-916-3776 is our number. We would love to hear from you. The Morning Jam. We are The Morning Jam. Our number is 866-916-3776. We have Ronnie on line one. Good morning, Ronnie. How are we doing? No, I'm doing okay. How about you? I'm not doing good. You call, you accused me of being a tree killer. <laughs> That's what they're going to say. I got a wood stove. I do too. But, but I want to light you on the, on the wood stove deal. Oh, You're not fully aware. I have a wood stove, and what I burn is skids or pallets. You know what they are, correct? I do. Where you ship stuff in. Right. And yeah. burn all of them a kill dried. I can start a fire. You could come by my house and sit here for an hour. And you might probably never see smoke because all the rows and all is gone on it. Plus, if it, if I don't burn them or somebody don't burn them, they go to the landfill, which I'll have to build another landfill so your taxes go up. See, I'm, plus, I'm saving power. My late bill in the wintertime for 35 or $40. Look, I am pro, I'm um, pro wood and stove. I'm saving electricity so you won't have a brown oak. I'm, I'm pro wood stove. I was teasing Trey because... Ocasio-Cortez is coming after the gas stoves. I said the wood stoves will be next. I got next. something to say about that, too. <laughs> okay. The reason she doesn't like gas is she probably, when her mom or dad was doing some dope, some crack cocaine <laughs> oh, or something like that, and she probably stupid stuck her hand down it and got burned, so she don't, she, she Ronnie, blamed it on the gas stove. you are naughty. <laughs> I'm telling the truth. 
Oh goodness. Well, I'm not at least not I'm not talking about Kamala Harris and Giggler. The next true. time they have a Batman movie, she gonna be the Giggler on that. <laughs> <laughs> Ronnie, thank you for calling in this morning. I appreciate it. Thank you. Y'all, y'all have a good You too. We um we also You're playing music. There we go. Um I didn't have my head I didn't have my headphones. Yeah, headphones are important. Well, I'm also uh, was talking about burning the wood stoves and he burns pallets. We burn trees that have already fallen down. I mean, we, we get the trees that are down and that then we cut too. them and stack right, them. Now I'm ready. All that. Now you're ready? Okay. It's time for Janet's Five and Dine on the Morning Jam. Give her five minutes and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. It's a busy morning. Phones are ringing. People are walking in. Texts are going crazy. It's all good. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They're on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and working hard to keep their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. So I have been in an Asian frame of mind lately, really kind of getting into some of those flavors. If you love pot stickers, you're going to love today's recipe. It is an Asian style chicken meatloaf and it basically tastes like the middle of pot stickers that you get you're going to start with a pound of ground chicken and a pound of chicken sausage um you can use pork if you want to but chicken is better and it's lighter as well Uh, you're going to add to that a half a cup of panko crumbs one egg a tablespoon of ginger or you can use the ginger in the tube that's really good as well three garlic cloves chopped a fourth of a cup of uh, soy sauce i like tamari sauce a half a cup of chopped onion a half a cup of water chestnuts chopped a little bit of salt and a little bit of pepper you're going to mix that together don't over mix it because you want it to stay you know light you don't want it to get tough then you're going to put a glaze of a third of a cup each of ketchup and barbecue sauce with some soy sauce fresh ginger and a little brown sugar preheat your oven to 400 degrees you're going to bake it at 400 for about 50 minutes let it cool for 10 serve it up with some white rice and steamed broccoli it's delicious it's different it is easy and it's even great as a leftover you want to see the recipe just go to facebook type in janet's five and dine you'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share and it's brought to you by fnl market where their meats are a cut above all right we uh have another story that we're going to be getting into in the next hour as we're going to be talking to one of the parents from temple christian church uh if you've been on social media if you know anyone who attends temple or their kids attend temple you may have seen some posts talking about how upset they are uh, about stephanie sweat being um, let go as the principal there and they're saying without much explanation and they're supposed to have a meeting tonight that's going to talk more about why those decisions were made initially i think they just said they were moving in a new direction so parents are upset but there are some students and some former students that are applauding the decision saying that it was the right thing to do and talking about why they they said it was the right thing to do so we're going to talk about that in the next hour if you have a comment on that you feel free to reach out to us Um, i'm not sure that that the topics that they're talking about isn't common in schools in general but particularly in christian schools so we'll talk about that coming up here on the morning jam keep our 
lines handy, our phone number. Put it in your phone, 866-916-3776. That's the landline. Or you can text us at 434-248-0704. Bill Trafiro is going to be coming up with our local and regional news. CBS News is next here on The Morning Jam. I'm Janet Rose. Listening to the Virginia Talk Radio Network, 100.9 WIQO Forest and 106.3 WMNA FM Greta Danville.